it's all about rugby league. We're back for 2020. It is the final who say he's Parky. I'm Jack. Oh, let's go. The Feel Better Station for Warrington Hospital. This is Radio General. Now, the final hooter. Greatness is never unintentional. It does not arrive by chance or seek out one special person to exist within. Greatness is a decision to get up in the darkest hours, to put foot before foot again and again. In solitude and servitude to a goal that lies deep within, greatness is earned. Through practice, through pain, through repetition, it does not arrive in an instant but creeps upon us slowly, like a rising sun, in which every minute matters. Because it is not one moment, or one achievement. Rather, it is an accumulation. Not of how much you have, but of how much you have given. Greatness is never unintentional. To have great intentions, for this is our time. And know that you need not look for it, for you are close to greatness. And the only obstacle you must truly overcome is yourself. Keeping you up to date with everything rugby league. This is the final hooter on Radio General. This is our time. We're back for 2020. Welcome to the final hooter live on Radio General. Thanks very much for the, the guys at Warrington Hospital Radio Station for letting us use the studio. We're back. It's a brand new season. I'm Adrian Jackson. He's Dave Parkinson. And we're playing that. I know they've had a new Super League launch promo for 2020. That's a promo classic. I was going to. It's ask a promo you. classic. I can't believe it. it's four years ago as You've well. You've gone four years into into the annals of history. It's there. great watching the guys who did that promo. Guys who were lining up for a brand new season that are no longer putting the boots. That must be weird for them fellas. Guys uh, such Frank as the Tank. Yeah, Ashton, Ashton Sims. Sims was one of them, wasn't he? Jamie Peacock. Everybody thinks Dennis Betts has retired, but actually no, he's uh, he's up at Newcastle Thunder, isn't he? Well, actually, he's thinking about that. No, how the, the the strap line, this is our time. Yep. Dennis would be saying that at Newcastle because it's got to be their time to get out of League One. Well, they they want to win the Super League trophy by 2030, so they need to be uh, going about it somewhat quick, don't they, getting promoted out of that uh, third division. Definitely Brian McDermott would be saying that Toronto because they've been banging the drum ever since he came into the, the British Rugby League that we want to be in Super League, we want to do this, we want to do that. Well, they're in now. So this is their time. Yeah, you could also have another saying as well, which you'll find out about a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, that's interesting. Lee Ralph is definitely, he'll be saying it, won't he? This has got to be his time. He can't have another bad season. Yeah, they were awful last season for a lot of the campaign, weren't they, Hull? And uh, with, with such a turnover of players, they will be hoping for much, much better. Warrington have been singing the song, hasn't they? It's always, ah, yeah. Well, I reckon Steve Price will be saying, this is our time, it's got to be. Uh, I would agree with you. I mean, we we 
we have spoken off air, haven't we, about Warrington and the fact that they were so unpredictable, or maybe they were predictable over the course of the second half of last season, because they were predictably awful. Uh, I think they only won about four games all through the second half of the year. Mm. Uh, Steve McManara at Catalans, reckon he'd be saying it this is our time? Yeah, I mean, they've invested heavily in that squad, haven't Israel they? Israel Fallou joining the ranks as well. Oh, that's a controversial signing, isn't it? I have mm. to admit, I wouldn't have touched Israel Fallou signing. I honestly look at Catalans and I think they are the kind of club that like to sign the bad boys of rugby league. They've had, they've had, they've had history of it. Uh, they do court controversy, don't they? Yeah. I mean, you look at the last couple of years, they've had the likes of Kenny Edwards down there, yeah. haven't they? And, Dion uh, Bird. Yeah, who's also... Not Dion Bird. Um, it's the wrong one. He was a witness, wasn't he? Greg. Greg Greg Bird. Greg Bird, yes. Greg Bird. Yeah. Dion Bird would have been a decent signing for him, probably about 15 <laughs> yeah. years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Greg Dion Bird, well, that's a name from the past. I like that. I like that. I thought he was. Greg Bird, Greg, sorry. Greg Bird, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, he caught a controversy as well, didn't he? So, yeah. Um, I have to admit, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the the recruitment policy, particularly in bringing Fallow back into uh, rugby league. Because the amount of money he spent, Steve McManara's on the pressure there. I think, yeah, got to get it right. I think certainly the balance of that checkbook is uh, is weighing heavily on his shoulders. We mentioned Dennis Betts outside the Super League. We said it in the dressing rooms at Newcastle when they take to the field uh, this weekend. Yeah. Also outside the, in in the Championship, uh, John Duffy at Lee will be saying it. James Webster at Featherstone and definitely Sylvan Hulliers in Toulouse. Uh, again, all three of those sides have uh, have strengthened somewhat considerably in the off season. I know mm. Lee made eleven new signings, which is always a big thing, isn't it? Uh, a similar sort of number at Featherstone Rovers, um, who who have Webster at the helm, and he's got a point to prove, hasn't he? And uh, when you look at Sylvan Hulliers, they've been knocking on the door for a couple of years now. Just need to find that consistency at the back end of the season. So yeah, I think we're in for a really interesting. Uh, this is our time it is our time 2020 we're back rugby league 125 years old uh, super league 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a young baby compared to the world of rugby league isn't it uh, although you know you would you wouldn't consider it would you because like at the uh, at the super league launch which we'll hear a bit more from in, in yeah over the course of the uh, the program um they were actually saying that rugby league has been uh, has had the product, but has been badly marketed. Oh, right, okay, that's a dig in the ribs, isn't yeah, it? I think that's a real dig at rugby league. So that's just when you want dig a, in the ribs, just when you want everybody to be pulling together, start of a new season, start of the hundred and twenty fifth year, and those old uh, th- those old schisms still come into play, don't they? Do you think the chief exec will be saying this has got to be our time? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm. I I think that uh, Robert it's a bit Elston two years ahead, isn't will it? be doing. Yeah, because I mean he's, he's two years into his program now, isn't he? So mm. um, Super League needs to take strides forward. Oh, you it think needs... new TV deals up for grabs in 2021? Yeah. It needs got to se- get it right this year. I it think. needs to secure um, additional money. Um, you know, because if they get what they got last time, then uh, you know there will be keeping you up to date with everything rugby league. This is the final Hooter on Radio General. Well, welcome back to the final Hooter on Radio General. Big season ahead for all teams involved. I know we mentioned one or two coaches that are, we think might be under pressure. And they're going to be there in the dressing rooms at the start of the first round of the game saying, this is our time, this has got to happen. But everybody's under the pressure. Uh, the, uh, yeah, yeah. I think um, everybody in the sport, you're quite right, be it whether you're you're that kid who's got the 25th jersey in the squad uh, to the star player who's on the most money at each each 
club. Um, mm. Everyone's under a bit of pressure. Everyone wants to perform. Everybody needs to perform. And, uh, you know, I suppose what it does do is it, uh, it sets up and tees up an intriguing season for us, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it kicks off uh, on Thursday night. Not a fan of it, really. Wigan, stop, Wigan versus Warrington. Thursday nights have been bit part of, of Super League. I, I know, but just, I think the first round of this brand new season should be Sunday. You traditionalist, you. You'll be calling for be half three kickoffs and all no, sorts. No, I'm, I'm not going to do Jamie Peacock by saying let's have the magic weekend as a big kickoff for the brand new season. Remember when we did that? Well, we've done that. Rubbish. Uh, but I think all the games on a Sunday with one game on TV. You know, tomorrow on Thursday, um, you'd be lucky if there's fifteen thousand at the DW for that one. Whereas that'd been the first game of the season on a Sunday, you might get twenty plus thousand. I'm still not convinced, you know, because Wiganers, Wiganers have been so far out of uh, out of sync with right, regards okay. to Sunday afternoon rugby. You've even got to look at when they've housed uh, Sunday afternoon rugby. The crowds haven't been there, so they're used to it. For me, yeah, but I'm sure they all turn out in numbers. On the first game of the season on a Sunday, certainly against Warrington. Oh, you know, you, you're back in you're back in the eighties again. You like the soundtrack that's been being played before. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, the rugby league was better in the eighties. Anyway, anyway, it's all about twenty twenty, isn't it? And uh, last season, two thousand nineteen, the champions were Saint Helens. All changed at the top in the fact uh, Justin Holbrook's not there got a new coach so it'd be interesting to see how the mighty saints go on won't it yeah definitely and i think there's a there's a lot for them to work at to be fair i mean they finished 16 points clear uh, you'll hear me ask the question of tommy makinson in a minute just how they can improve on maybe an almost perfect season he was the international player of the year once you know he was yeah mm. great lad as well yeah, you went to the the, the Super League launch in, in Leeds, not Huddersfield. That's the Championship boys, wasn't it? You're obsessed with Huddersfield. You went to Leeds. <laughs> you did. went to Leeds and joined the throng of Super League uh, media journalists who were there. And you caught up with Tommy Makinson. Uh, well, Tommy, it's cliche. We start of another season. Um, how's it gone in pre-season for you? Yeah, cliche. It's it's weird, really. I think uh, this time, you know, it feels like two minutes ago, I sat here this time last year. And you know, what a great event it's been today. It's been absolutely fantastic. And I think it really sets a vision going forward for what the Super League's about. I think it's going to be a, a tough, fast and exciting league again. And yeah, the pre-season's been going really well. Uh, uh, obviously, I did a bit of an injury in the grand final. I got that tidied up and, and been really involved in the pre-season. So, yeah, really enjoyed every minute. Wolf has come in, been, been real energetic and... Yeah, he's been really good to the play, so I really enjoyed it. So you're fit and ready to go for, for the season? Uh, yeah, I think I'll be. A, uh, I don't think I'll be quite ready for round one. If it, you know what I mean? I think if it was, if you were sitting here telling me if it, if it was a grand final, yeah, I'd probably probably be ready for it. But yeah, obviously with a long season, I think it's just more sort of uh, just tick all the boxes and, and do all the right things, and then you know get ready for round two or three, whenever it may be. But de- definitely not far away now. I'm really looking forward to it. You already touched on it, but I mean this fresh new look for Super League. It's, it's been phenomenal this today. Yeah, well last year I I've been a few of these, and last year I thought, but wow, this is this is the this is best one I've seen. And then obviously 2020 comes along. I think they blew, blew out of the park. I just think everything, everything what's been today has been about just the look of the place where it's been held, the new signings we brought in, the new promotions, the new videos, documentaries. You know, and I think you can tell yourself all the different press people coming from all over the shop now. So it's it's only great great for this. You know the Super League and for this great game. You mentioned new signings. St. Helens have been that rare place where there hasn't been any, um, but you've got a lot of young players that are coming through. It's a younger squad these days, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it just shows that the tr- you know the trust this this 
this club has, you know, I think Wolfie, Wolf is coming in, he could have quite easily said, oh, I want to bring, the, you know, X, Y, Z in, and he's not, he's just, he's had a good look at us all pre-season, and, and, he, and if he's happy with the squad, a new fella who's come in, and he's happy with it, you know what I mean, so, yeah, I think it's great that we've got such a, a good system at St. Helens, of bringing, you know, great products through the academy, like, you know, like you see through the past, and it's just a really exciting place to be at the minute at St. Helens Camp and yeah, ready to go. Any of those in particular that's impressed you or is there a number of players really? Uh, I, th- I think it'd be unfair to single out one, you know, I, pro- I probably could single out quite a few lads to be fair, I think the, all the young lads coming through, Louis Stodd, Jack Wellsby, Matt Costello, Josh Eaves, no, Joe Baxter's hardly played, you know what I mean, I, c- I could literally go on for, for ages, I think we brought about seven or eight young lads through this year and they've just added to the quality of our squad I think it's, I think you've seen last year it's about a squad you know 13, 17 blokes don't win it yet I think you use 30, 31 players throughout the year and that's exactly what we utilised last year so hopefully it'll be the same again and you know touch wood everyone stays fit but we can use that great squad we've got and to be fair as well how would you improve on last season because I mean last season a lot of people look at that and think does does it was almost perfection. Yeah, but, but but our big thing this year is that that was almost perfect last year. Yeah, we was. We won two out of the three things, but everyone else is moving around us. I think if we stay the same, I've got, there's a quote, you know, if you, if you stay still, you're going backwards because everyone else is going past you. Like I spoke about already, the league around us, with signings, Warrington's made, you know, Hull, you know, Huddersfield, every single team, Kulkiag, Boston, Catalan, you know, there's so many great teams improving, so if we just stay still and, and content in being what we are, we'll, we'll fall behind and, you know, we'll, we won't be nowhere near as good as we was. So it's about, you know, Christian's come in, he wants to improve a few things, what he, he thinks we can work on, which we definitely can, and, and, and become a better side, which we have to. Keeping you up to date with everything rugby league, this is the final Hooter on Radio General. Uh, just want to point out, by the way, Wolfie, is the coach? It's not the mascot at Warrington who's the new coach. It is Christian Wolf. Well, I mean, to be let's to, get that straight. To, to be fair, it's Wolf, not the mascot. To be fair, the mascot did go over to uh, the uh, the stadium last year, didn't he? At Totally Wicked, and ended up getting escorted out from my memory early doors. So, yeah, that was uh, really interesting. But it's it's fascinating hearing someone like Tommy Makinson talk a lot about the squad. You know, he understands the value of it being a real squad game for St Helens, and I've got to admit. I think we're going to have a very similar type of season, you know. I think they'll win it, actually. Yeah. I think they're my favourites to win it. Uh, I know he said, he's mentioning that other teams have improved the squads and recruited, and this, that and the other. But I think, you look at Saints, you know, they've got the quality there, haven't they? Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, uh, even though they have changed the coach, I think it'll be the uh, same as. And, and certainly, you mentioned some of the younger players there. I mean, had the fortune of uh, seeing Lewis Dodd a few times late last season playing mm. for the academy. He is a quality player, and I'm looking forward to him seeing if he can make his mark on Super League 25. Same times as the champions of Super League in 2019. Well, the champions of the championship were Toronto. And finally, after three seasons of banging on the door, uh, they managed to kick it open and make the way into Super League for the first time ever for Toronto Wolfpack. Now, Brian McDermott's the coach. 
he's been there and done it as a player, he's been there and done it as a coach, so he's mm-hmm. obviously the right man to guide them through the first season in Super League, isn't he? Uh, you would think so, yeah, you would think so. I think I caught him at a little bit of a, a, a bad time, I think. Mm. You got a, a good old Canadian roasting by the man from Yorkshire. Yeah, there's been a, there was a few uh, journalists who did longer interviews than myself, who mm. I was waiting oh, behind. Is that so your excuse? Is that it? is my excuse. Oh, Plus, okay. I don't think he quite liked my second question, but let's hear from him right now. Brian McDermott, here we are, launch of another Super League season. Uh, what does it feel like to be the new boys and uh, being head coach of this Toronto side? Well, look, being head coach of Toronto is a, uh, it's up there for one of the best jobs I've ever had. Uh, the dynamic of it, the, uh, the logistics, the, the demographics of what we do and where we're from and how we go about things is great. It's unique and I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, being new boys is, uh, you know, it's... it's uh, we're, uh, I don't know, you know, we're not, we don't really make a difference. We've got a lot of experience in the team between me and Brian Noble. We've got a lot of Super League experience. I've got a lot of blokes who've been at Super League level in my squad and a fair few blokes who've been at NRL level. So, you know, we'll be, uh, we're very respectful of Super League and the standard that we're going to be facing week in, week out. And I think if we're, if we're ever going to struggle, it's probably as the competition starts to get tired and squads get weary and by round 15, round 20, you start to think, wow, this is a long hard season, this, as it is in Super League. Uh, and I think that's what could, that's where we could struggle. And certainly if we go through an injury crisis with our already short, tight squad, uh, that'd be something that we're a bit anxious about. Have you got any options to recruit as the season goes on? No. You, are you a journalist? I was meant to be. <laughs> are you a journalist? Yeah, yeah. You know the headlines, then? So, OK, fair enough. You know the headlines, don't you? Enough, you know, you're you're demographic. You know what's going on with us, don't you? What I've been saying for the last six months and just recently, what I've been saying, you know that. With regards to, yeah, yeah, sort of like where you're up to with the cap and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's yeah. for you to report on, isn't it? Yeah. You don't need me to quote that again, do you? Probably not, no. No, no you don't need me to quote that again. You've got to quote from that. It's yeah, up to yeah. you as a journalist to either endorse that or yeah. debunk it because you found out why yeah. that's not true. But if it is true, I hope as a journalist that you're going to endorse that and say, look, for the growth of the game, this is not me sat with a Toronto hat on saying, I want rules to suit us and us only. Because I'd say the same for Catalans, I'd say the same for Toulouse, I'd say the same for Ottawa Rugby League if they come in and New York. That the operational rules are based upon UK clubs. So the series, they need to look at it, basically. If you want expansion, if you want a club in, in the game from from a transatlantic club if you want them in the game and you want them to be competitive and be and gain the right headlines yeah for sure you've got to overlook it you're listening to the feel better station radio radio general keeping you up to date with everything rugby league this is the final hooter on radio general got a question for you yeah got a question for Go you on, what's your question are you a journalist? I meant to be. Do you know the headlines? Do I know the headlines? What's the headline? What's the headline? About? Well, he was on about the fact that uh, you know Toronto are, are fully resali- yeah. are fully salary uh, packed uh, up, and he, he got the biggest headline of all the signings that everyone's made. Sonny Beer Williams, where have you been all pre-season? Yeah, but I just wanted to ask him whether the opportunity would arise for him to improve the squad as it went along. Obviously, he could have just chosen to answer, "No, Dave." <laughs> Uh, we have no money under the cap, but he chose to uh, question my integrity as a journalist and quality. whether I could actually. But but you know, fair, proper quality that. Fair play, fair play. It's sort of on a par with what an interview I remember yourself, your good oh, self doing with Dennis Betts a few Den- years ago. Me and Dennis at Jewsbury. Um, but one thing that I do yeah. want to say is that yeah. 
they could actually improve their squad if they get this dispensation, which everybody's talking about. Um, oh, okay. But having said this... Well, having they're not t- getting any TV money, are they? Well, that's their fault. They were meant to be coming in and, and actually making deals, weren't they? Right, okay. And have they done any? I don't know, have they? Are so, you a journalist? You should know. Am this. I a journalist? Am I a journalist? Is that, that, you're just going to snip that up, aren't you? We're going to be using that all oh, the way through the season. Every time you... Don't every time I say stuff, something, I'm going to ask you, are you a are journalist? You, journalist? Are you? you could just clip it up and let Brian do it all over again. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I did actually thank him for his his comments afterwards. Did you, you know? really? I did, yeah. I said, oh, thanks for that, okay. Brian. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it kind of reminded me of, um, you know, because we've, we've all been in that position, haven't we? We've oh, been behind somebody worse. and then you, you just sort of face the wrath and think, uh, I've kind of like maybe it, misjudged it, it's this like, question. It's like the, uh, the, the anger and frustration out on you, unfortunately. And yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there before with not just Dennis Betts, but even with Ian Millward once. It does, it does happen, doesn't it? Rugby it League is a, is a passionate sport <laughs> with passionate people involved. But uh, yeah, you can forget Toronto Wolfpack for me this season. It's all about the Sherwood Wolf Hunt. Well, I was going to ask you, uh, joking aside, how do you think they're going to go? You know what? But you don't want to know now, so there's no point asking you. No, no, we'll answer it. Uh, are the candidates, are the uh, favourites and candidates to go down? I think anything other than relegation would be seen as a real plus point for Toronto, in all honesty. I actually don't think they will get relegated. No, I think I, they'll avoid it. I don't. I think they've got some class in that squad, haven't they? Even though it is light on numbers. Mm. But they've got the Bill Williams. How many games he's going to play for his mega money? I don't know, but hey, they've got the Williams. Well, I think that should be an extra tipping competition in itself, shouldn't it? How many games Sonny, Sonny Bill Williams manages to play over the course of the season? I hope it works out for both him and Toronto, to be honest, and that we end up with mega bucks coming into the sport because of their involvement. But it remains to be seen. And as I mentioned, I'm still a big fan of Sherwood Wolf Hunt. Anyway, Sonny Beer Williams, we'll talk about them in the Challenge Cup in a minute. Uh, Sonny Beer Williams, it might be his first season in Super League. So, all right, he's had a bit of experience down under in, in the dark side of rugby and in his boxing and whatever he's turned his talents to. He's been a winner in whatever he's done. But he's a novice in terms of Super League. But one guy we're going to hear from now, he's been there and done it. Danny Houghton, he is Mr. Hole. Oh, he is, yeah. Super League's top tackler last season. Um, and you can check that. That is a journalistic fact. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Let's hear from right now, shall we? Well, Danny, here we are at the start of another season. Um, how's things been going with Hull? A lot of change over the players over the yeah, course of the pre-season. No, it's been really good. Um, you know, sort of you know, freshening the place up with new faces and some you know, good ones like that. Uh, you know, the way we finished the 2019 season, just one, you know, to the levels we expect, you know, from each other. So, you know, it's been good to have a sort of a, a fresh start and, you know, really rip into a pre-season that was that was needed. As one of the senior players now, um, how have you been able to welcome all these new lads? Because how do you do it? You, yeah, you just just be you, just be, you know, how you go about your business and, you know, everyday life. Um, you know, don't want to try and you know, play up too much or show it. Just just want to be be you and show, you know, if there's if there's anything you can help with with the new boys trying to settle in then then you're there for him. But you know, they've settled in really well. They've um you know, took to you know what, what we are as a club. You know, the great blokes off the field as well as on the field. So you know it's really exciting for the club moving forward and you know hopefully we can hit the ground running. Hull's always a place which has a lot of expectation on it, you know. I mean yeah. it's a real goldfish ball of a place, isn't it, Hull? How do you cope with that pressure? Um Mate, it's you no, know, it's an expectation. No, no, been been with the club for so long. Um, 
No, as a whole, we you know we expect you know from ourselves and and as a club, and I'm sure the speckers do as well. That you know we, we challenge and we challenge every year. And you know over the last couple of years, we just don't quite be there. You know for for whatever reason, um, we won't we won't touch on that. But it's about moving forward now and uh, and making sure that you know we are competing and, and getting back to them levels that we expect you know, as a whole within the club. You mentioned challenging. I mean, some people would have you as challengers for this title. Mm. Would that be a fair assumption based on the, the squad that's been put together? Yeah, 100%. Um, no, like I keep saying, regardless, you know, as a club we expect challenge, but for what we've brought in, you know, the players we've brought, the calibre, not just the players on the field, what, what they bring off the field... Um, you know, I would expect us to be definitely challenging to, to lift that trophy come October. Uh, and anyone in particular in training that's impressed you? Yeah, they all have, mate. They, on, and not, not just a cliche in it for to say that they're, they're all doing well, but that's that's an honest assessment. They, you know, all the boys that have come in, they've, they've settled in great, and you know the, the, the training levels at the training are, are a high standard and, and where they need to be. So, you know, I can't really single anyone out. Um, you know, I just feel like you know, everyone's really settled in. I know sometimes when you bring you know, people from overseas or from other clubs, uh, you know, it tend, tends to take a while for them to bed in, but you know, they hit the ground running. And, you know, I think they're as much as me excited to, to get going. Uh, it's an exciting season in prospect. Mm. Hopefully, whole bouncing right back. Yeah, mate, that, that's, that's a goal. Um, you know, we had some great success in, in 16 and 17, and you know, there was a, a whisker shot of, of going to the grand final as well, which you know, as a playing group, that's what you know, where, where we want to be. So, you know, a lot of hard work you know, in between October, but you know, hopefully we can we can do a bit in between, keep an eye self a squad and you know, get some consistency and be right there. Now, did he say whiskey or whisker? Whisker. He definitely said whisker. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. That's... I thought he was on the whiskey already. Well, you never know. If, if it's a season of success, I'm sure he will be. But, uh, yeah, um, he's been a really cracking player, hasn't he, Danny Houghton? Um, still a very, very fine ambassador for, for Holt Rugby League. Actually made his debut back in 2007 and has nearly 350 games in the black and white. To, to and he's always on. wore that sticky tape round his head. He has, yeah. He's just a workaholic. But you know what that does? That protects his ears. That is that what it is? And also stops probably the sweat pouring oh, into his eyes doesn't right, it okay yeah did he have it on during that interview uh no oh, he doesn't wear it during the interview. he didn't wear it for that uh but he looked weird about the sticky tape around his head i had to double check it was him no i'm only kidding i, I am a journalist <laughs> he mentioned some of the players that have come in and you mentioned it one player that excites, excites me to be back in the black and white hole is mahe fanua oh fanua is phenomenal class he is class isn't he he's, he's a real power i like his hairstyles as well I'll trust you to pick up on the hairstyles. I'm oh, going to yeah. be talking all about the rugby league and his finishing prowess. And the fact <laughs> that he's one of the strongest wingers in world rugby league. And you're on about what do he's got. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate. I mean, was he a success in Australia? I don't watch the NRL, so you tell me. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, he, he was fairly regular. Um, you know, a fairly regular performer for, right, okay. for West Tigers. Right. But I think he, a bit of his heart was left in Hull. Oh, of course. That's you know, not like back. not quite like the Tony Christie song where his heart was left in San Francisco, but a bit of uh, Mahe Fanua's song uh, <laughs> was over in uh, over well, in Hull. Well, what's more glamorous, San Francisco or Hull? Depends where rugby league's being played. Depends, to be honest, I suppose it depends where in Hull you live, East Hull or West Hull. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't possibly comment, and I don't want to upset and alienate no, people. No. Not so early to us, considering I've already upset Brian McDermott. We mentioned Danny Halton being around since two thousand and seven. Uh, you caught up with a new guy who's making his introduction into Super League. A lot of fans won't know a lot about him, but we'll get to see what he's like. Uh, well, I'm speaking with the uh, newest signing in Super League, James Maloney for Catalan Dragons. First of all, how are you settling in at Catalan? Yeah, really good. Really good. I've enjoyed it. Uh, 
family settled in well. Um, really enjoying the move, so excited. The season's just around the corner, so yeah, really excited to kick off. Um, you, you're a man of vast experience. Uh, what do you think you can bring to Catalans? Well, hopefully some some good performances. Hopefully I can you know, help the team gel and um, you know, bring the best out of the players around me. And um, yeah, just consistent performances. I think you know everyone keeps sort of telling me that Catalans have been renowned for a bit of inconsistency. So uh, hopefully we can yeah, make make our performances a little bit more consistent. I know you spoke at some length when they did the presentation regarding sort of the family decision and the family dynamic. Yeah. Everyone settled, everyone was up for this move along with you. Yeah, really good. We've probably, yeah, I said a few people, I said obviously there's a few challenges with everything, but I think all in all we've probably settled in, you know, probably say a little bit better than what we maybe have thought or expected and yeah, we're really enjoying it. So yeah, hopefully that, that's the case and it stays that way and we're enjoying life. And I suppose that, that uh, Southern France lifestyle suits you? It does, mate. It's, it's laid back and easy going. And, you know, I, think, I think it's just, just nice for you know, the, the wife and kids. You know, it's hard, obviously, with the travel, having to leave every second week through the year, but I think the payback is you know, the, the picturesque lifestyle of the south of France, you know, where the wife and the kids can stay and hang, and I think yeah, that's good. And, you know, they, in fact, they can pick up a, another language, and you know, there's so many... Like so many really, really cool opportunities there for them. I suppose with the, the representational career that you've had, um, you've been fairly used to the travelling. It's been part of part of your career. It, is, it is a little bit, I suppose. Even even through Origin camp, you know, you end up spending three weeks away, you know, in chunks there, and um, you know, well, you know, while you're in Sydney, you don't travel as much, but you're still every now and then you've got travel. So that is part and parcel of the job, and I suppose it's something we're used to and. I think I've played at the Warriors, you know, which is pretty much the same as Catalans where you travel each week, so I think we understand what's coming. Keeping you up to date with everything rugby league. This is the final hooter on Radio General. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, he's pushing Dennis Betts all the way for the Huskies' voice in rugby league. I tell you what, he's a top bloke. Um, wow. You know, really interesting to listen to. And the fact that he spent his career playing for Melbourne, New Zealand Warriors, Sydney Roosters, Cronulla Sharks, Penrith, Panthers, and now Catalans Dragons, he's notching up the air miles, isn't he? He certainly is, James Maloney. For Catalans, Mr Husky voice. Uh, mm. Looking forward to seeing him play, actually, because he's always been a very decent player in Australia, represented Australia three times, New South Wales 14 times. Am I really selling it to you that I'm a journalist? Yeah, you know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just let Brian McDermott know that. I will time. do. I'll, right. I'll drop him a message. Okay, uh, there we go, getting ready for lift-off this weekend. Uh, Challenge Cup has already started, and the road to Wembley, the amateurs, uh, fighting for the right to get to the stage where the League One clubs come into play. Um, we reached round two, didn't we? So who won what? Yeah, British Army. the draw. British Army, Rochdale, Mayfield, Lee Miners, Rangers, Inchrose, Bridge, Siddle, Thornhill, Trojans, Underbank, Rangers, Bentley, uh, West Hull, York Acorn and West Bowling all won through to the next round of the Challenge Cup. Oh, I was at the Bentley game. It's a cracking game, that. 
uh, good side, aren't they? I saw mm. them in the first round against the RAF, and uh, yeah, they've got some big boys as well, some some decent players, and uh, nice that Jake Starbuck can go and get the winner. Cracking name, haven't it? Love it, love it. So ultimately, that has resulted in the third round draw, which took place just the other night. Workington will take on West Bowling, British Army will take on Intros Bridge, Lee Miners Rangers at home to Bentley, Rochdale Mayfield at home to North Wales Crusaders, Thornhill Trojans at home to Doncaster, Siddle will take... Uh, off against West Hull, Barrow against London Scholars, Hunslet against Coventry Burrs, Keithley Cougars against Newcastle Thunder, Rochdale Hornets versus York Acorn, and West Wales Raiders against Underbank Rangers. Oh, some cracking games there, isn't there? Can we see an upset between the uh, League One clubs and the amateurs? Yeah, look at West Wales and Underbank. That's my tip. Yeah, I'll get a lollipop on that then. All right. Keeping you up to date with everything Rugby League. This is the final Hooter on Radio General. Well, Mr Parkinson, Rugby League journalist to the stars. Um, (laughs) We're done and dusted for another final Hooter. That's gone quick. It has gone quick, hasn't it? So we we are fully previewed and ready and raring to go for the start of the season, aren't we? Now, you might have realised that... um, You can't name everybody. No. You can't interview everybody. It's impossible. We did try. I did try, and I managed to actually get seven interviews done out in that time, so I didn't do so badly. Uh, so yeah. we're going to go out with the best of the rest. We'll see you next time. Uh, well, Steve, we're here at another launch event. Um, you know, you was talking last year. Last year was a, a successful one for the club on one regard. Um, how can you prove? Oh, we're always looking to, um, you know, improve all, all aspects of our of our um, organisation and. You know, we um, had a, um, a review at the end of the season. There's areas where we feel we can improve off- offensively. There's areas we feel we can improve defensively, and, and also too with our you know, culture going forward. And um, you know, I'd like to think that we've integrated some small little steps into that that aspect uh, into our pre-season. And I thought um, you know some of those um, you know standards and attitude uh, and also style of play. Just dis- dis- displayed last night against, um, you know, Southford for Mike Cooper's testimonial. So, um, you know, the club's in the, you know, and the players are in a really good place. Just excited for um, round one next week. It still looks like a really good squad that you've got this season. A couple of new additions as well. Yeah, a couple of new additions. Um, you know, Gareth Whitup, um, You know, we all know about. He's, he's um, fortunate that I've worked with guys. Um, you know, over in the um, at St George, and I would. What quality uh, he brings. He's, he's, a, he's a first-class human being. He's a winner. He's proven that on the big stage, and you know, it's, 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 it's exciting for him to uh, be working with us this year. And um, yeah, um, you know, Keenan Brand from Witness, who you know has had another really strong pre-season. Uh, uh, Luther Burrell's really fitted in. Well, his, his understanding of the game uh, has improved dramatically, and you know, um, it's exciting. For Luther, Matty Ashton, who we bought from the Championship from Swinton. His story's uh, an interesting one, isn't it? You know, can you consider that two years ago he was playing amateur rugby? Yeah, he's just playing amateur rugby, and you know, I saw something there when he was playing in the Championship, and you know, he's a guy who's um, he's got a huge amount of speed, and uh, you know, he's come over to us, and he's um, he's been one of our top three performers through you know the whole preseason. He's um, he's worked extremely hard. He's, he's added added you know, a fair amount of size to his frame. Still maintain his speed, and um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just really pleased for him how he's how he's carried on, uh, you know, through that uh, pre-season and into last night. So he's in a really good place. 
um, you know, another guy, Sammy Kabula, who's dropped 12, 12 kilos from his from his frame. Um, you know, he's um, he's looking looking like a really um, you know hard-nosed rugby league player now. So, yeah, there's a lot of um, good things in and around the organisation. Just uh, the boys are excited to you know start playing some rugby now. It's that time of year where everyone's excited, isn't it? We're here at the launch of the, the Super League event. Fresh new look for the competition. Uh, do you think the sky's the limit? Pardon the pun. Yeah, it is. It's um, you know we have a you know a great brand of of um, you know rugby here in the Super League and. You know, I feel there's there's so much more growth, continual improvement this year. You look at all the quality signings. Um, you know that you know the, a number of teams have made uh, in, during uh, last season. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's it's exciting times for you know our game going forward. And you know, even Toronto Wolfpack. You know, hopefully we can you know attract a, a wider audience and bring um, you know a, a bigger um, bigger pull to our our great game. Thank you. Well, Matty English, I suppose last season was a bit of a breakthrough season for you, finally getting regular rugby at Super League level. Um, how's it been going in pre-season for you and for Huddersfield? Yeah, for me personally, I've, I've had a good dig this pre-season. Um, I needed one. I feel like I need to get uh, grow into, me, into my body almost, uh, maturing as a player. Uh, but yeah, the boys have had such a dig this pre-season. We've had probably the longest, longest pre-season out of everyone in this room. Uh, but it's been a tough one and boys... The bond that we've all made over the pre-season is ridiculous compared to last year. And yeah, we're all just raring to go now. I think that's something that is really going to see Huddersfield through this season, isn't it? That, that bond that you talk about. Um, obviously helped by the man who's sitting next to you. Uh, who I know he's got the longest list in here for people wanting to he interview has, him. He has. I know, yeah. I'm sat next to Aidan and uh, his list is ridiculous in here. But yeah, I know he's a legend of a bloke and uh, a true born leader. And um, he's come in, he's... He's gone about himself and all the boys are looking up to him and obviously he's got a reputation and he's, he's shining already. Um, we had our last friendly, well, one of our friendly games against Wakefield I thought he was outstanding in that game with his kicking game so hopefully he can take that into the season and we can all, all follow him. Is that what he mainly brings, his leadership qualities? I mean, he had that great run with, with Canberra last season, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's a natural-born leader. Um, he's a skillful player, don't get me wrong, but what else he brings to the team other than his skill is, is really really good because we are a young squad and we do we, we were hoping for a leader and I think we found him sat next to me So I suppose from your point of view what are you hoping for personally over the course of the season? Personally I want to again I've got my goals I want to make more appearances than last year um, How many did you make last year? 20, 20 odd 22 23 so, maybe so Pretty regular last season yeah. but getting every week Yeah, 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 yeah pretty yeah. much at all hopefully being the side touching every single week um, but yeah I just want to get some good form get some performances knocking out um, and I want to have an influence on the team I don't just want to be oh, just Matty English at those for Giants I want, I want to almost kind of try and make a name for myself a little bit this year yeah. and um, I think that'll come hand in hand if the Giants have a successful year which we, I think we will and uh, yeah we're really looking forward to, to getting going well, I suppose I can interview you as one of the new boys, even though you've been there before. No, nah, new uh, what, signing. What, what's, what's it sort of feel like going back? They always say never go back, and you have done. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm really enjoying it. You know, I enjoyed my time when I was on loan, and yeah, I wanted to come back and experience it again. You know, I, I felt like I invested a lot of you know like effort and energy into getting Hulkar back into Super League, and I wanted to have a go at actually playing in Super League with him. You know, rather than just playing against him in Super League, which has been the case all my career. So. 
Yeah, it was an easy decision to make for me, and I'm just looking forward for the start now. Uh, from your point of view, I mean, you got that regular rugby that you was craving at Super League level last year at, at London. Um, how do you feel that has benefited you? Yeah, I'm a lot more mature now, you know, um, and that, that comes with game time, you know, you, you sort of grow as a player the more game time you get, and then the confidence comes with it as well, so I'm definitely a more mature player, I think I've improved my game as well, and I think my leadership skills have come on, you know, playing at London, we had, again, it was a inexperienced Super League team, so we needed some guidance around, and I, I sort of took a lot of responsibility on to try and lead the team around with my actions and organise them and stuff and yeah I definitely mature for that uh, Without wanting to prematurely age you I do remember <laughs> you when you was a kid coming through and yeah. you was playing for like England Academy and stuff yeah. you've, you've, you've kind of had to do a bit of a, a jagged way of getting to the top again haven't you? I have yeah but you know it's all, it's all part of the journey you know, it's nothing's given to you in this sport you know you have to work hard and take your opportunities when they come and face adversity as well and I've done all three pretty much the past three seasons so I'm hoping now I've come out the other side and I can just kick on now and enjoy maybe the next 10 years of my career and you know get some hopefully get some trophies and just enjoy, enjoy my time while I'm playing uh, Talking about adversity unfortunately the club is facing uh, uh, quite a number of, of things at the yep. moment isn't it with, with Mossy It's a difficult circumstance and one that you never planned for um, and it's it's awful, you know, to to see and to talk about and stuff. But I think as a group, we've really come together, and rugby league as a community has really come together, as they have with Rob Burrow. You know, it's um, it shows how much love's in the game. You know, um, it's a family family orientated sport, and nobody wants to see anybody struggling. And that's shown, you know, with the donations and the support. Like I say, and us as a group, we just need to stick together and work hard and play tough you know just like Mossy would I think the best way to show support to him is to do the things he'd want us to do and that is just to enjoy ourselves and play rugby you know the stuff that he loved more than anything and yeah we'll be showing our support in our actions on the field and this could really galvanise the squad as well a risk of going over what someone else has probably asked you yeah yeah it's true you can use it as your own motivation you know some people might not some people might want to you know, not think about it, and that's each to their own. But um, yeah, for me personally, it's I'm going to try and make Mossy proud by how I represent the shirt, which is exactly I want to represent the club the way he represented the club, and that's love and care and hard work.